Hey, the Searing of a Podcast, uh, episode 103. We have Richard Jones III. I don't know why that, that's the second time that like uh, glitched when I pressed that. Like it took like a second. Yeah. Hey, so what's up? A lot of stuff, man. Been uh, yeah. working on this book and uh, got a full time job now as well to juggle. Oh. So. <laughs> so it's probably taking a while to make the comic because of yes. yeah, yes. yeah. We were talking about that. Cool. So, uh, what do you do as your like full time job? I'm working for a company called Dine Engine. Uh, they make apps for restaurants, web apps mobile apps, kiosks, tableside oh. apps, all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I'm the UX, man, or the uh, manager of the UX experience. So. UX is like the... User experience. Yeah. That's cool. Huh. I can't do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do like a... Well, I, I kind of don't want like a full-time job. I want like the job... You get to stay at home and freelance stuff. Yeah. yeah it, those jobs are nice. Yeah. That's what I would <laughs> like to do. Instead of stare at a computer screen and watch movies and right. look at cameras all day, night. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, so you have that comic, Mora. I have Mora. Uh, we're working on it now. It's completely written. First issue is written. Um, I'm drawing up. I've got... Uh, five pages that are roughed out so far um, and the cover is obviously done completely ready to go um, I'm the writer that helped me out on this uh, Tim Ingram he really took this whole story and ran with it he's added so much so many crazy things and it's not even funny um, which I never thought about it. I probably should have had him on here with me uh, well, we could always have him on like some other time. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to, we'll have to set up a date for that or something when we're like closer to the release. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the release, the release is going to be for the ash can. It's going to be in uh, July. Uh, what's the date of that? I can never remember dates. <laughs> My wife is always good at that. I suck at it. Uh, July 23rd. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> Um, I'm going to actually take a stack of the ash cans over to Jim City Comic Con over in Dayton, Ohio. So. Oh, awesome. So, are you just doing like pre orders or are you actually going to do like a Kickstarter for it? I'm wanting to do a Kickstarter and I haven't dove into all that crap yet, but I really need yeah. to figure out how to do it because there's a science to it from what yeah, I Yeah, we have a bunch of episodes kind of talking about that. And, uh, then there's other podcasts and stuff to actually do because we don't really focus on Kickstarter. Try not to. Right. Um, I talk about it here and there, but that, I don't like that being the main focus because there's already like a thousand other podcasts that talk about stuff like that. And then right. there's one that's like Comics Launch that actually really talks about it. But, um, yeah, and I haven't really decided on whether or not to do like a, a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or you know, what's the difference, what's with, which one's better. Indiegogo, you do get the money. You can pick the option of like, um, like flexible or 
whatever it's called. Like you get the money as it comes in. I think it's either way you get that the money as it comes in. But it's yeah. Kickstarter is all or nothing. So if you don't get the goal, yeah. yeah. I just like Kickstarter. It's more of an audience over there. Right. Some people will probably say, you're wrong. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really, really haven't dove into that yet. Um, I know one thing that we're wanting to do, uh, which we're, we're going to start setting up here soon, is when the book is released, um, me and Tim are going to go on kind of a small tour to different comic shops. Oh, yeah. Um, I know one here in town that's going to probably be Comic Town um, here in Columbus. Um, Pack Rat Comics is probably going to be another one. Um, I would like to do Comics Elite. But I'll see if I'm even able to do that. Um, I'll have to talk to Ernie over there. But yeah, it's it's going to be like a small tour just to promote the book. And yeah. You're going to have like you're like a little store signing type of thing? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, we got us to look into doing stuff like that. Um, kind of waiting for like a one series to at least be finished first. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to finish Ink before like finish another series. Like we're going to be doing other series as they go on. But um, Ink only has four issues for the one plot arc. And the second one hopefully is starting and finishing this year. So I can like actually do the Kickstarter. Hoping that it actually comes out this year. Uh, Adam did say July, so nice, nice. Yeah, that he's gonna start in July. He's gonna start in February, and then he's busy doing a thousand other things. So. Well, Adam's got a thousand things on his plate. Yeah, trying to find a house <laughs> while does. like he works at YMCA or whatever. But I think he's done with that now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't. Did they? I think you said something about they're moving or they're moving up to Dayton. Know, Dayton. Yeah, he lives in Eaton. Oh, no, he lives Akron. close to Dayton, but they're moving up. Oh, okay. Close to Akron, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, so uh, he's working on, you know, commissions and all that other stuff, but <clears throat> uh, I wouldn't like to have ink. <laughs> like, if it's not done yet, I, I won't. Like, I don't ever want to do a Kickstarter again without it not being at least 90% done. Right. So if we can get to that point, at least. Because I just want enough stuff for the Kickstarter page. And uh, then actually release it next year. But That's kind of what I want to do with Mora. I, I don't want to even remotely think about Kickstart, Kickstarters yeah. <laughs> or anything until the book is completely done and ready to go. Yeah, I was saying that to uh, Josh that's doing... <laughs> He was the artist for a couple of different things in Chronicles of Horror, but he uh, he's doing mittens. He's the artist for that. I was like, yeah, I already started like building the Kickstarter page. He's like, I don't want to talk about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Not in the brain space yet, man. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I've been uh, kind of, I'm cutting down on, the, on my uh, cons that I'm doing this year. Just so I have more time to do this, because anybody that does know that does cons knows that you know the time that you take to prepare for the convention and make sure you have all this artwork ready so you can sell it and all that stuff. It just eats up so much freaking time. Yeah, we have to figure all that out too, because we haven't done a convention yet, and we could because we have enough stuff to promote. We have a whole, should, yeah, we have a whole platform of stuff 
<laughs> Actually, you should go to you should go to like certain conventions with the artists you work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Ohio is probably going to be at some point a stop because we'll have you at one point, and you did do Chronicle of Horror. I did yeah. Painter, and then Adam. Adam did yeah. two of my books, and he's going to continue doing that hopefully until series is done um and josh is in michigan so do something in michigan Akron <laughs> right comic con that's a that's a really cool kind of shit. yeah we've only been like to just walk around at con so far uh dylan went to new york city like 2018 i think and I would have went there if I had money. <laughs> uh, we went to Saratoga Comic Con, which is kind of small. Um, that was kind of cool. And the first one we ever went to was Albany Comic and Toy Show. That is small. It's like in the lobby of a hotel that's not actually even open anymore. Because I guess they didn't pay their taxes or something, so it's just shut down. Yeah, but that's usually the ones that I like. Yeah, I, yeah, I do want the smaller ones because uh, San Diego would be cool one day, but like, yeah. not like a name that people they're gonna just walk right by and they'll be like, eh, but I don't care about that. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I, I don't know. Like, there's one here in town that's uh, Buckeye Comic Con, and it's ran by uh, um, just a, a guy that he does like he does that one. He does. Akron Summit Comic Con. He does like small conventions around Ohio. But Buckeye Comic Con is always freaking packed, man. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it is ridiculously packed. <laughs> and I, I, am, I sell out almost everything when I'm there. So it's, it's a really cool convention. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, like, last couple of years have been talking about, like, how we would set up a table and stuff, so... We had a previous episode that we actually like asked uh, guest uh, Ed Davis if like how he would set up a table and stuff. Mm. It's like you had to have this and this. You don't have to, but there's certain things that he has. And right. We already have like kind of a setup in our heads on what we would do and how we would have other comics from the platform there right. instead of having 20 of each comic or something. I was thinking like a QR code, and then you scan the QR code and you can actually buy it off the website. If you don't care waiting for like a yeah. little while, so. I'd give them both options. You can have physical or digital. Yeah, I would probably have like five of a few of the comics that because we were going to do it as like the comics that get viewed the most, but like our system kind of changed from that. So we have the whole nomination thing that we're working on like finalizing in the next two weeks, and then we're going to actually start marketing it. Nice. And that comes with the web store thing. So whoever has a comic on the web store, that's kind of like whoever has the kind of the most views in a way um, on the website, we were going to like push those more be like, oh, people actually want to like read this, then we'll actually sell those ones. Right. So, now you guys, what platform are you using to sell the digital stuff? Um, like WooCommerce or? Yeah. Shopify? Yeah. We have uh, oh. digital is all free um, there. And then. Um, Novanation is like the subscription service that we have. So we have 
three tiers. One is the basic, which is free. And then we have um, Seer Supporter, which is $4.99. And then Nova Nation, or it's called Premium right now because we don't have a name for it. Right. But that's like $10.99 or $9.99. But it's literally the cost of like a comic book that we sell. We sell like yeah. $5 for a comic. And you get like a bunch of stuff. So Nice. Yeah. So we use WooCommerce and WordPress and all that fancy stuff. So. <laughs> I know, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's your like elevator pitch for Mora? Uh, basically, she's a uh, Greek mythos character. Um, she's a character that pops up in your dreams and you know causes like crazy shit to happen basically um and in the, in the story there's two guys they're they're twins um in the beginning of the story they're separated at birth well close to birth they're a little older but um it, it's it's a killer story it's gonna be it's very brutal if you like seven if you like all those 90s thriller or horror type movies it's going to be right up your alley oh that's cool yeah I would get that <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait at the, the end of the story the end of ending of issue one if I could talk um is, is sick I mean I could see the picture in my head and if I could actually draw it the way I see it in my head it's going to be perfect yeah but you know, you know how that is <laughs> yeah, I can't draw, so it's even worse for me. So <laughs> I have all this stuff that is in my head. I actually like we have multiple different notes, like documents of like well, I do of um, all of our world building stuff. But I'm actually like centralizing it into one document, and uh, you don't think that it's a lot just by the bullet points, but they're like kind of focal, like plot points. Yeah. But, like, they spread out into other things. So um, I can say, like, one thing, but it actually means, like, five different things are going to be happening. Right. So first phase is kind of all, like, built out. I, I know what the ending is going to be and how it works into the next phase. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest thing, man, especially with doing your own book, is is the characters themselves. Yeah. And how they connect and how they interact and, you know... You have a great idea for issue one. Okay, now how is issue one going to connect to issue two? And, you know, if I do this to this character, is that going to screw up issue one? And yeah. It's like. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> when we were writing Seer Chronicles 2, um, it's actually funny because there's a character in that that's a villain. Well, mm -hmm. turns into a villain. And he's just like a piece of shit cop that's like just detective that's he's kind of like the i don't know if you ever watch gotham but he's like the his name. he's the partner of like jim gordon okay so he's kind of like that in a sense he has like gambling debts and stuff with the mob and right but then something happens to him and it starts to change him and not more in a bad way i guess right. <laughs> and uh then we were just he just had this meeting with this guy that did the first issue of Seer Chronicles and um, 
he's not coming back for like another issue. We're going to have like the artist that we kind of wanted from the very beginning, Hector. He's going to be doing that. It's kind of the first time I'm actually like saying anything like that. Oh, um, <laughs> Oops. and uh, he's hopefully going to be doing all of the rest of that series for as long as that lasts, which is a lot of issues. So um, the first story arc is like, 12 full issues so okay. he'll be doing three to 12 and then there's right now i'm thinking it's six issues for the second phase and the third phase is probably like four or six so nice. he'll be yeah, it's, working for a while <laughs> the other hard thing too and i i just doing the pages for mora our story starts out in 2002 oh wow and it starts out with this lady i'm not gonna say her name or anything um She's pregnant, she's on the couch, and she's like, you know, calling, trying to call her boyfriend at the time to tell him that she her water broke. Doing the research to find out what kind of cell phones were used in 2002. Yeah. Probably like a Nokia or something. Yeah, exactly. It's a Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I had to do research to find out what kind of phone was used in 2002, you know, what it looked like, all that stuff. So I didn't want her to, you know, just have a smartphone when yeah like an iphone and be like that wasn't even out then exactly <laughs> our yeah, yeah our world isn't um like there's pieces that are from the like real world like this mm -hmm. world but um we have certain technological advances and stuff so the story technically like the beginning of the all, all the story takes place like year zero because of like the whole world building thing that we just added on that connects everything so perfectly it's like amazing um luke that was the artist for issue one he has like his own story that he's pitching to us and it's going to connect to our other stuff but yeah. he wasn't trying to connect it he was just asking to see if there's certain things that would maybe connect so it could be connected into it right. and as he just kept saying these things like he helped out with the world building for scales because it was like iffy on like how I was doing that story anyway. I had like special like uh, certain plot points, but I don't. I didn't have anything like super built out for that. I only have like I only had like ink really built out and Seer Chronicles stuff, which Seer Chronicles is the flagship thing. But scales is now built out more, so it's like because it's connected into his story, so that's kind of cool. But you don't need to read his story in order to do that. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, so. That connects back into that like piece of shit cop that I was just like, wow, that's insane. Like, we talked for like three hours on Zoom, and I'm like, oh, this. I thought this meeting was gonna be like forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we have like the Seer Chronicle story actually starts on Halloween of 2021, oh, and nice. yeah, uh, we just picked the date. And he's like, "What date?" And I'm like, "Oh, let's do Halloween," because I was tr we were trying to do it as like it would come out, like people would actually get the comic, and obviously that didn't happen. But uh, that's whatever; can't really control it. So, yeah, I'm. That's when uh, more is going to be released as Halloween of this year. Oh, that's cool. Whole issue. Yeah, uh, that's how I was trying to do it in the very beginning too. I was trying to. Uh, Oh, it's got to match up to the actual time in like real life, but that there's no way you could do that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be like 20, 
19 of June and the artist's like, I'm not even halfway done with it. I was like, man, it's not that deep. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I'm doing with more. I want it to be like the book is going to be released in, in October 31st, October 31st, but inside the story as well. I want it to kind of be like a October esque. Yeah. Time zone, you know what I mean? Yeah. October of 2022. Yeah. 20, 2020. Gee, when you Christmas, my brain ain't working. 2002. Um, yeah. So, and the reason why I did that is because even though the movie sucked, The Crow, City of Angels, <laughs> remember that movie? Um, watched it? I, I watched the first one. I liked the first one, but uh, I didn't really, I know of it, but I, I didn't um, really watch it's, that. It's horrible. It never <laughs> right. But I always loved how it was based around Halloween time. You know, I thought that was really cool. Which, by the way, did you hear that they're redoing? Yep. Yeah, the guy that played Pennywise is going to be. Uh, I don't. They could just let that die. Like, I don't, right. they should just let it die, man. They really should. He's a good actor, right but I don't know how they're gonna do that. <laughs> they're, it's basically a reboot. It's going to be kind of the same story, just with. Hopefully, he doesn't movie. get shot and dies. If he does, then they really need to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Every actor we put on this movie. Every actor dies in this movie. I think there was a show for the crow too. Yes, there was. That was, that was had good. the uh, the kid from Terminator movies, whatever the hell his name was. I think it was. Yeah, I, I like that show. Um, but the movie was awesome. That yeah, one, I, the first one. The first one was amazing. <laughs> Like yeah. I, I went and seen that in the theaters when it came out, and I was just floored. After leaving the theater, I was like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. And it's kind of like the Seven movie. The Seven, when I went and seen Seven in the theater when I was a kid, I was probably 16 years old when I seen it. Probably shouldn't have been watching it, you know. <laughs> but when I left the theater, I was like, wow, you know, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah, I watched it, though. Well, the first time I watched it, uh, um, I watched both time when i both words when i watched it the first time at work um i was confused (laughs) i was like wait what (laughs) i watched it again i was like it's a good movie um oh okay seven deadly sins and shit that's kind of cool (laughs) kevin spacey's just weird oh they couldn't have picked a better psycho for that yeah i mean he was perfect that was good and he was a psycho in real life he is. <laughs> and that's what people are saying about the Batman. If you like Seven, you would like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Because the Riddler is crazy. I just don't like... I don't like him as Batman. Christian, Robert, Robert Patterson. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. I, don't, I think he's okay. Um, he's better than George Clooney, I think. Oh, yeah. Of course. George Clooney's a good actor, I guess. But I I mean I don't I'm not a huge Ben Affleck fan at all. I'm oh, not. Yeah. I liked how he was fighting in the movies like, that he was Batman. He had he had the looks, he had the stockiness, the build yeah. of Batman. He even had the chin of Batman. Yeah. I mean it was it was actually like watching Jim Lee's drawings come to life. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I don't know, a lot of people just didn't like him in, as Batman, but I thought he was... I didn't mind bit. it. Yeah. I don't really complain about casting of people, usually. Uh, and then, I didn't like Twilight stuff, because I was forced to watch one of those. I don't know which one. Oh, uh, when my cousin was watching it, I was like... Oh. <laughs> I, I hate it, I was... I I come from an era of the best vampire movies to ever come out is Lost Boys. Well, Bram Stoker's. The what? Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh Dracula, yeah. And um, interview with a vampire. Loved it. I mean, Anne Rice can't get much better. But I liked. Uh, well, <laughs> it's probably like. Kind of more of a comedy ish, not really. It's still horror. Fright Night was okay. Fright Night, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> but yeah, I was forced to watch one of those Twilight movies and I was like, oh, um, Yeah, as soon as I seen it, they glisten in the sunlight. I'm just like, what? Yeah, but they're. <laughs> he's like a good actor when it's not that. <laughs> he, I guess he didn't like those movies either, so that just makes me like him more. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Paul Dano because he's just a good actor I think so I thought he was going to do well as the Riddler the outfit's a little weird but um, yeah, I don't think I even I haven't even watched it yet to be quite uh, I won't spoil anything but yeah. the if you know what the Zodiac Killer looked like mm -hmm. there you go obviously people don't know what he actually looks like but like the outfit that he had on right um. Yeah, so it's creepy. Uh, I did watch the new Spider-Man. Oh, so good. That was amazing. Oh my god, I was good. glad that Dylan isn't here just because I don't think he even watched that yet. I don't <laughs> think he watched Batman either, but <laughs> he'd be like, oh, don't say anything. Um. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to watch it again because I only saw it once in the theaters, but I would watch it like just at work or something. I just don't want to pay to watch it again right now um, yeah, I actually instead of going to the theater I just waited until it was on Voodoo and just bought it on Voodoo oh yeah. yeah it's on Amazon I could buy it on there I just don't really want to because I'm right now I'm watching a show that's just like a comedy show mm -hmm. um, this comedian Jerry D he has a sh like a show that takes place in Canada it's called Mr. D mm -hmm. and in real life he's a gym teacher slash social studies teacher and in the show, he's the same. It's just hilarious. So that's what I'm watching. That's what I'm doing at work. And <laughs> people think I'm actually doing work. Uh, and I take a break from because I take a break from uh, writing at times. And I was watching The Sopranos for the third time. And sometimes I watch The Sopranos or something like that, so I can actually write like how mafia people are. Right. Yeah. Um. Or. It was like a year ago. I was watching way too much Investigation Discovery. And I know it was way too much because I got paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> About the littlest things. I was like, yeah, I'm going to lock the door. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Project Blue Book again. What's that? Uh, it was a show on the History Channel. And it's uh, it's about the actual Project Blue Book that was going on in the 40s and 50s, I believe is what it was. Oh. And it's um, their main job. It was a, it was part of the U United States Air Force, but their main job was to debunk 
um, a lot of the UFO sightings and basically try to help in the and the government saying that it doesn't exist. Even though they now said it does. Even though they now said it does. <laughs> That's like, like, oh. The whole thing is, is uh, the scientist that was part of Project Blue Book, because it was a scientist and a captain from the United States Air Force that was part of it. Um, the scientist was actually from Columbus, Ohio. His oh. name is uh, Dr. James Allen Hynek. And what's really cool is Hynek his son is portrayed in the movie as well. His son's name is Joel Heineck. Um, towards the end of Blue Book, or actually at the end of Blue Book, he got, uh, uh, Alan Heineck got hooked up with Steven Spielberg to do Close Encounters. Oh. And he's actually in the movie at the ending scene when he walks, this guy walks up to the, the craft and the alien grabs his hand and takes him into the craft. That's Alan Heineck. Oh. <laughs> but what's really cool is his son is a um, a special effects supervisor for a lot of movies. He he was on Predator. He was on um, I can't even remember all of them. There was a crap ton of movies that he's done. So it's really cool how the a lot of the history of that has connected to Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... Huh. <clears throat> yeah, I watched a. Uh, I guess it's like a documentary series thing. Uh, it's called Hellier, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it was Hector and Matt that were just talking about it because there's a character in Chronicles of Horror that's a goblin. And I was like, he first it was supposed to be a dummy, and he's like. Hector's like, why isn't why isn't it just like a goblin? Because that just makes a little more sense. I'm like, why does a goblin make more sense than? And then it somehow brought up the show or the documentary show thing, uh, Hellier. It's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's weird. So I started watching that at work like a year ago or something. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> it's two seasons, and the second season is just like, what's it on? It was on Amazon. I don't know if it's still on there. Uh, there should be a third season just because I kind of want to see if like something ends the whole right. thing. Right. Um, it's like alien stuff. Hmm, and um, there's a guy, it, it just connects to like conspiracy stuff that's so weird. It all starts with like this email that um, the documentary dude Greg gets mm-hmm. and his wife. <clears throat> they have this like supernatural type of museum somewhere. I forgot where they live. I don't think it's Ohio. I want to say like Minnesota or something. And then they travel to like, I think Hellier, Kentucky. Yeah, that's what it is. So they uh, travel there. And the first like episode or two, they're like at a gas station, just asking people that live around there. You see any weird things? It's literally the first like two episodes. It's like Hmm. that. And then they kind of get like deeper into stuff. And it's just conspiracy stuff. That's just so weird. (laughs) Yeah, but it all starts with this email. This guy's like, yeah, there's like a mine near my house. And this goblin-like creature was like peeking in the windows and scaring my kid. And I was like, what? And they have like footprints of things that could be that. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I have to check that out. 
Yeah. I love stuff like that because, like, the whole history. First of all, all I ever watch is the History Channel. For oh. <laughs> I mean, anything history I love, but especially like the government and the shit that they've done and got away with. <laughs> um, you know, like the whole Roswell thing, supposedly all the material in the crash from Roswell and even the bodies were brought to Dayton, Ohio at Wright Pat Air Force Base and stayed there for the longest time until they were transferred to Area 51. You know, the place that the government for a long time said didn't, didn't exist. Yeah, no, and all like... of a sudden when they started getting sued, they were like, okay, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> and there was that stupid alien concert thing that I kind of really wish like yeah. people actually started running to it. Like, I was I was open to I, I probably would have done it. <laughs> I probably would have done it. But just to be able to walk through just Naruto run running, like towards it. We will shoot you if you <laughs> Yeah, you got maybe six guys that will shoot us. The whole crowd. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> it's like an alien woodstock type thing, but I don't even think that many people showed up, but it was like enough that for them to do something over there. But it's like yeah, it's weird. I would love to be able to go through a lot of those old government facilities that have been top secret for years, and just be able to walk through the halls and see what the hell's there. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I <laughs> not like that into conspiracy stuff. Even though our like one of our comics is like conspiracy based. But it's just around like a fire and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't have. I was gonna say we don't have aliens, but that's a complete lie. Um, we have kind of alien-esque things later on. So they don't look like how people think aliens look, though. There's like weird colored, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, like blue people or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, it's not like the Rastafarians in Independence Day, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never saw the second one of that, though. Um, Bob Marley aliens. <laughs> when I was watching that movie for the first time, I laughed my ass off when Will Smith was like, I got your dreadlocks hanging off the back of my parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky he didn't slap him. I think he punched him. He did sign it, yeah. Oh, he did. He punched him, yeah. Remember oh. the whole welcome to Earth thing and he punched him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's where it started. Who knows? Yeah, that's where it started. Keep your my wife's name, not your... <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think... It had to have been staged. Oh, my God. I mean... People are saying that. The way Chris Rock even leans into it with his arms behind his back, it's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, people are like, how didn't you drop, like, Chris Rock? Like, he's no, lanky. <laughs> I mean, Chris Rock is a, is a tiny little dude. Will Smith's pretty good size. Yeah, but Will Smith is, like, resigned. He resigned from, like, the Academy or whatever, whatever that means. So I guess he can't, like, go to events or red carpet. Thing. I don't know. I don't really, I'm not really into that. That much, but well, this is the first award that he's ever won from them, right? First Oscar, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Would you ever make Mora into a movie or a show? Or anything? I want to. Yeah. I I mean, it's that's one thing that me and Tim talked about from the get go is that I want it to be written and drawn like a movie. Um, I even kind of want the the entire story arc to be like a movie. You know, it gets to a certain point and it stops. Yeah, that's kind of we we had like a comment for the second issue of Sierra Chronicles, and it was just a page that I shared on Instagram. People were like, "Oh, it's like storyboarding is like a movie." I was like, "That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool." Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I can see it as a movie one day, like all of our comics, but that would just be awesome. So, and I would, and it actually, what Tim had a really good idea is, um, maybe not stopping it completely but starting it over with different characters but Mora would still be a part of it uh, which is an option as well I mean I don't know it just depends on where it goes once it's released um, and, I mean it yeah just depends on how popular it gets yeah Stuff like that. but I do want to as soon as it's released is I, I do want to start shopping it around to Different publishers. Um, What's that? Oh my god! Live. Yeah, I am alive. I'm like so pissed. I, I was uh, I was telling Greg I even got eight hours of sleep. I just did not wake up. And then like I, like I, I had like my uh, girlfriend calling me and stuff, and she's like, "I'm worried about you." And I'm like, "I have no idea what happened. I was just dead." <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, yeah, I, I can feel that like past few days like told my wife it's just like i do not want to get out of bed not like having a day job now and have to get up at like seven in the morning sucks yeah all of december december is like the month that we kind of take off from doing things i don't know if we're gonna ever do that um starting this year just because like our website's gonna be like kind of almost fully functional <laughs> so we're gonna probably need to be like yeah, you might have to like sticking around like but uh, we did take, we did like disappear December for from like 2017 or whatever up into last year. Um, we probably still will kind of take time away, but yeah, we, we might just do it for like the social point of it because like normally it was like social media we were coming down and then we were still, I think we still worked during that. It was just like not as aggressively. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's like I said. I mean, I'm taking I'm taking time off with conventions and stuff like that and even doing like a lot of the uh, fan art that I was doing I'm cutting it down dramatically just because I don't want to be drawing that stuff I want to draw my stuff you know yeah yeah I get that because so. if I freelance finally again um, I would be writing other people's stuff but I would also want time to write my stuff so right. I have enough time to do that because I my job, I can do that there, uh, for the most part. All right. Where do you work at? I work as a security guard at some building. Oh. Area fifty one. No. <laughs> so you're the one that's going to be shooting at me. Yeah. 